Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. podcast um i hope you're all having a beautiful day or night whenever you're listening to this i am recording i don't know why i like to tell you what time it is as if anyone cares but it's tuesday august 11th it is 3 12 p.m and i just had a shot of espresso which is like kind of in my new thing lately um i accidentally took one the other day because it's a long story. I didn't have ice. I didn't want to go to Starbucks. I didn't want a warm coffee because I'm like over warm coffees. I can't remember the last time I had a cappuccino. I can't believe I've been saying that out loud. So all I had on hand was like an espresso shot. So I did that and I realized how just efficient and actually delicious they are. You put a little splash of almond milk in that bad boy and sprinkle some stevia and it's just like magic. So I took a shot of espresso and um, have been loving those lately, even though I kind of vowed to myself that I wasn't gonna drink as much caffeine this week but like then again I don't know why I made that vow to begin with because I was just like setting myself up to fail you know what I mean um I also just did some lymphatic drainage which was absolutely amazing I attended this little live virtual event where they taught us how to properly do it yourself using just your hands and some oil and it was honestly incredible I feel like such a relaxed yet incredibly caffeinated bitch right now (laughs) um so I actually have an episode ready to go with two beautiful guests, Um, but I was just like in the mood to do an episode, a solo episode before our next guest and just like, just talk some shit, you know, I feel like, I don't know, I feel so comfortable talking on here and honestly have to thank you guys for that because you're all so fucking sweet to me that it makes me feel comfortable enough to just basically say whatever and like go there you know so honestly thank you um and I really mean that so yeah I figured we just talk a little bit so sit back relax grab a drink and yeah we have a few things to discuss today I wanted to start by chatting quickly about medication why I started it how we're doing because that is I mean a part of my life and has affected a lot of my moods lately so if you didn't know I have been talking about it on Instagram and I started taking antidepressants for my anxiety Um, I started I'm on week four right now so I started four weeks ago and I know this is not of interest to everyone so I'll just keep it short and sweet but I definitely did want to touch on it Um, since like I said it does like kind of make sense into how I've been feeling lately and also since I have been sharing it on Instagram a lot of you have wanted updates which so fucking nice and a lot of you are in the same boat or are on medication and I've been chatting with so many of you about that if you can hear Ollie sighing he has an incredibly hard life (laughs) um he's in the closet with me so anywho um yeah that's been really fucking nice like to be able to just like talk to so many people that 
are either about to start medication, have been on medication, are on medication. Like, it's so normal. And it's like, would you, I don't know, like, I understand that there is a stigma with mental health in general and there's a stigma with medication because I don't fucking know like I don't know like I've never been someone who was like afraid of it or like thought of it a certain way I think I've always just thought in my head like if there's something out there that's gonna help you in some way live your life better then I'm just, like, all for it, you know, assuming you're, like, doing it in a positive way and, like, in a healthy way and, like, with your doctor and stuff and everything. Like, I don't know. I just, you know, when I met with my psychiatrist, we obviously met uh, via, like, we had a FaceTime um, call because, you know, the world right now can't really be meeting doctors and stuff. But um, she was like, you know what, Lisa, like, I look at medication for anxiety or for depression just the same way as I would look at someone taking medication for their diabetes or for whatever it may be she was like it's the same to me and I was like I could not agree more like I literally could not agree more yet there still really is so much stigma behind it and I feel like you know like anything is the only way that we can kind of get rid of that is just by normalizing it and I think the only way we normalize it is by just talking about it like it's not this big secret um I'm not saying everybody obviously has to talk about it I know people are some people are private and I totally respect that but it's very normal you know it's so common and I have found how common it is when I've started sharing it and and have gotten so many responses by so many people being like oh yeah like I want medication too like you know what I mean so anyway um yeah, sorry. I said I was going to be short and we're rambling. So I started taking medication because, well, I've been seeing my therapist for, I don't know how long at this point, like we're almost going to be in November, it'll be a year. So like six or seven months now. And I never brought up medication because in my head, I thought like, if she thought that that would be something that I would benefit from, I feel like she would bring it up to me. And I love that she did bring it up, but she brought it up like five or six months into us like seeing each other, you know? And so at that point, like she she really knows me, like she really knows me and I trust her so much. And um, when she brought it up, I was like, I am so fucking down, honestly. Like I would be so down for something to help me minimize the anxiety that I feel on a daily basis. So the level of anxiety that I have on a daily basis and over the most minuscule things is just absurd. And the things that bring me anxiety are just like, it's it's just wild. And now so many things make sense. You know, when I think about like growing up and stuff and so many feelings that I had and so many things that I didn't want to do and did want to do, it all makes so much sense to me now knowing that I struggle with this. So, anywho, that's why I started in order to hopefully get it under control a little bit and just, you know, everyone has told me, like, you're going to be anxious for the rest of your life. Like, not in a bad way, but you you can't, like, get rid of it entirely. But there are so many things that, so many tools that we can use to hopefully help kind of bring it under control and just make it a little bit more manageable. So, that's what, that's my hope. And, yeah, that's it. So that's my hope for it. And I'm very excited and hopeful and hope that it will help. And if it doesn't, you know, maybe I'll try a different one. Who knows? We'll see what happens. It has been kind of brutal getting used to it, to be honest, getting used to the medication. Like week one and two, I was just not even here. (laughs) Like I was just like asleep 
for two weeks, basically. I had no energy. I had headaches. I was dizzy a little bit. And I just, I think the overwhelming um, symptom was just I had no energy. I was so tired. And week three, I started to have a little bit more energy, but still relying heavily on like so much more caffeine that I would normally, than I would normally drink. And this past weekend, Saturday and Sunday, I was just out for the count. Like I had no energy whatsoever. I was so groggy and I was really upset at that because I had such a good week, like last week, like Monday to Friday, like I was able to just like be myself and like live and I started feeling more like myself, etc. So Saturday and Sunday feeling so knocked out. I was so, I, I just felt frustrated, you know, because I was like, oh, like I thought I was feeling better. So that sucked. But like, you know, now we're here. It's Tuesday. I had a good day yesterday. I've still been really tired, but I have been able to at least have like my days from like seven to four ish. So that's been nice. And I'm just trying to, sorry, this was not short whatsoever. Wow. I'm just trying to be kind to myself, be patient, which is a hard thing for me because I'm a fucking impatient person. I'm just trying to be patient and realize that my body is getting adjusted to a new medication. Like I have to give it time and everybody's very different. So if you're listening to this and you're like, I don't know, going to start medication or have been thinking about it, please don't think this is going to happen to you. Like everybody is so, so, so different. And I can definitely say that all of my side effects have been like manageable. Like it, it has sucked. Like I'm not going to lie. Like it has sucked to feel so tired, but like manageable, you know what I mean? Like, so I don't want to like scare anyone or anything, but so yeah, that's really it. That's where we're at. And I will keep you guys posted. And I just hope that, you know, we see some benefits. So, okay. I don't know if you guys have seen the account called We're Not Really Strangers. And if you haven't, please pause this episode. I will let you leave. Okay. Go leave, go follow them and then come back and thank me later. It is fucking incredible. I love everything they put out there and I'm sure you guys have seen their account. They're huge, but they came out with a card game that I really want to buy. And so basically the card game is like really well, not, they're not all deep questions, but it's all like thought provoking questions and it goes from like levels. Um, so of like how, I guess, intrusive the questions are, let's say. So I've been saving a few of their posts the last few weeks because I just love them. I swear they just like speak to my soul. Um, and recently they posted one that said, what title would you give this chapter in your life? And I was like, damn, like what would I, you know, what would I call this chapter in my life? And literally the first thing I thought of was, a mess, <laughs> but a good mess, okay? Messes aren't always bad. I call it a mess because I feel like I'm all over the place emotionally. I'm, you know, kind of redoing my apartment and I have like messes everywhere. I'm thinking about a million and one things. The world is a damn mess. My energy levels have been a mess. I don't know, maybe not the best word to describe it, but it's just the first word that came to mind. Again, not necessarily bad, just kind of the truth. But one of my favorite things to do whenever they post meaningful questions and stuff which is like pretty much all the time is to read the comments and I really don't do this with anyone else like I don't know I, I won't just like sit and scroll and read someone's comments I feel like that's kind of weird but I will sit and scroll and read the opinions and truths of a thousand strangers no pun intended get it because it's we're not really strangers okay so let's just call it my guilty pleasure I love to do it because I just I don't know people just like go ham in the comments and I love to read what people are saying so I sat and read a few of the comments on this particular post of what would you describe your life right now and a few of my favorite answers someone said the one where I grew up which like 
love that for whoever that was someone said what in what in the actual fuck which is just like an overall 2020 mood you know someone else said absolute utter confusion i feel you homie this one was so good someone said how much is it on amazon i have never bought so much shit from amazon in my life okay a lot of people said like growing pains growing a lot of growth happening and then my absolute favorite answer that somebody wrote which i almost stole but i was like i'm gonna be an honest person okay and they said the rain before the rainbow I don't know. I just love that. So what's my point here? I guess my, sorry, I'm trying not to say um so much. It's so annoying when I'm editing and I just say um all the fucking time. I was about to say it. My point is life is weird. Life is so crazy. Life is so uncertain right now. And it's making a lot of us feel some type of way. Like how could it not, right? Uh, <sighs> I guess this is just a slight reminder to anybody who needs it. And I say this because I've been talking to a lot of my friends daily and I swear 99% of them were always, were always both like, fuck, like feeling some kind of feelings right now and just feeling either anxious or just nervous or just overwhelmed. Like everyone's feeling a lot right now. So I guess this is just a slight reminder to anybody who might need it. If you've been feeling off or you're just really riding this corona coaster, just know you're not alone. Your feelings are so valid. There are so many people feeling it too. I think these weird ass times have also been like bringing up old things for a lot of people myself included because i think something big that's been happening to us and why a lot of us are in you know if you want to call it growing stages instead of like going out and being distracted with the world we're going within you know mainly because we have no fucking choice but in all honesty i feel like a lot of people probably needed that because i feel like that's where a lot of again growth happens when you self-explore and I don't know. I think when do you truly let yourself sit and do nothing and just like think, you know, like not, I don't know. I'd guess pretty rarely. I think a lot of things are going to come out of quarantine slash this pandemic, Corona babies, broken up relationships, new relationships, whatever it may be. But I feel like at least for myself, a lot of self-awareness is coming out, which is good. However, I do wish I could like turn my brain off sometimes because I've always been an overthinker, always, and my mind has been on overtime since quarantine started and it's made me come to a few realizations that I thought I already knew, but I guess, I don't know, I think they truly just like manifested recently and a big one of them being this whole idea of being productive and always being productive and attaching my value to my productivity and finding worth in my days depending on their level of productivity. And I still struggle with this you know, it might be like my, I'm a very type A perfectionist kind of person and I'm a Capricorn (laughs) and I'm just like, I have this like innate desire to just always be doing something and maybe it's all three of these things. So I still struggle with this. However, the last few weeks upon starting this medication, I truly had no choice but to slow the fuck down because I just, I had no other choice. I was just so tired and I have been so tired and having no energy for a lot of things like I had no choice but to legit just rest and the first few days when I started taking my medication and I realized like holy shit like this is going to take a little bit of adjusting and 
there might be a few more days where I'm super out of it. I was, I started to get worked up. I was like, oh my God, no way. Like I'll just drink all the coffee and it's going to be fine. And let me tell you (laughs) that did not work. All the coffee in the world did not work some days. So, you know, I've had better days and worse days, but most days I've been able to say, okay, you know, this is 100% what has to happen right now. We're going to ease into this new medication. I'm going to rest if that's what my body is asking for, and that's it. I'm not going to beat myself up over this, and I'm not going to completely disqualify these days and act as if they didn't mean anything simply because I didn't do the 45 things on my to-do list. You know what I mean? So it's been a lot of like reminding myself to be patient, which is again, I'm not, that's not my strong suit. I'm not a patient person. So I feel like God is teaching me patience with this. And just to give myself grace and realize that in the grand scheme of life, a few weeks of not as much productivity as I'd like are nothing. And it's okay. It's all for a bigger and better, what's the word? It's all in the hopes of getting feeling better overall you know what I mean sorry I feel like we went off on like five tangents there the point of this is there's nothing wrong with wanting to be productive there's nothing wrong with wanting to get shit done I love working it invigorates me I I love it but do I want that to be like the definition of my whole life absolutely not I don't want my days to only pass the were they good days test based on how much shit I got done that day you know, like, I feel like I've always preached that taking care of yourself is productive, but I don't know. I feel like I truly am learning a whole new meaning to that lately, and I wish we put as much emphasis as we do on building fucking empires as we did on taking care of ourselves, because you can't do shit if you're not taking care of yourself, or you you can, but you eventually will hit a wall, and that's what happened to me is... I, a few days before I started my medication, like that week before, I was, I hit a wall. I just felt emotionally so drained and I had absolutely no creativity. I had no inspiration. I just like, I just felt like my head was just like so jumbled and I hadn't been taking care of myself properly. I hadn't been giving myself time to rest. I hadn't been giving myself time to just not look at my phone and be by myself and and take care of my mind really. Like I hadn't been doing any of the things that like fill up my soul. I wasn't doing them or I was half-assing them and it really did take a toll, you know? It seems like the time that we are in right now, we not like um quarantine. I mean, just like the world, like 2020. I feel as though we are tricked into thinking that all of our hobbies and passions have to be monetized in order for them to be valid and worthwhile because because productivity is so heavily tied into a lot of our self-worth, anything that isn't making money isn't considered productive. And it's like instead of just enjoying shit because we enjoy it and because not everything has to add to our productivity some things can just make us happy or feel good what a concept right but at the end of the day i think you know we are the ones that get to decide what productivity means to us and i hope that when you're cultivating the definition you include things like self-care as fucking cliche as it is okay it's so important and self-care goes beyond a fucking face mask there's so much more than, than that. But if it's if that's what it means to you, then amazing. But I hope you include things like self-care and presence. Like, are you 
present during your day or are you just like rolling through every motion because I feel like we we so constantly live just on autopilot and I do this too I'm I'm guilty of this too and so that's something I've really been thinking about and I try to think about but I forget some weeks um and I'm I'm really trying to be present even through the most mundane activities because when we start to get excited even for the dumbest shit like I literally get excited to squeeze my lemon water in the morning because I have this cute new pink lemon squeezer and (laughs) I feel like we have to remember that it's the little moments that make up our days especially when we're going through a pandemic and we're so kind of limited to what we can do it's even we realize even more how important the little things are so I feel like we have to like hype them the fuck up and romanticize them and make them as special as we can because that's what's making up our days you know what I mean so I don't know I hope this is making sense I feel like I'm just word vomiting but I guess the main takeaway here is not everything has to be turned into a high into a side hustle it can and honestly an incredible goal is turning something you love into something that also provides you with the ability to survive aka money that's the dream right but i mean not every not every not everything has to do that don't feel like everything has to do that there are some things that are merely for pleasure and enjoyment and that's okay and it's okay if they're not making you richer there are other ways or financially richer because we can become richer in other ways there's so much more to life i feel like a broken record that i preach taking care of yourself so often but you know what you know what's the craziest part of this is that I preach about it so much because I feel like I'm the one who has to hear it the most or maybe not the most but I just I need to listen to my own advice so I hope you guys know that whenever I'm sharing advice it's probably because I need to listen to it the most out of all of us so yeah I never want to come across preachy or anything like I hope this made sense so to wrap it up how are we doing minute wise oh we're not too long okay that's fine So to wrap it up, I also wanted to share a few things that are just making me happy right now. Two books in particular. One is called Draw the Circle 40 Day Prayer Challenge. Um, It's a devotional, so I know that's not everyone's thing, but if it is, I would highly recommend this one. It's my favorite devotional I've ever read. It's so beautiful. It's I look f- I can't wait to read it every morning like that's how amazing it is and I just I'm obsessed with it I can't say enough good things I got it off Amazon and then the other one I'm loving is called The Source this one is by Dr. Tara or Tara Tara Swart I can link it if anybody's interested this book holy shit I'm not done with it but I am obsessed with it already I'm gonna read a little bit of like the description because it's kind of it's a very unique book. So basically, she is a neuroscientist and executive coach with a background in psychiatry. So, and her main thing is that she believes that if we can alter the way our brains work, we will transform our lives. So, in the book, she draws on the latest cognitive science and her experience coaching highly successful people to reveal the secret to mastering our minds. So, the book has like a four-step plan to awaken the power of your brain and she combines science and spirituality in a very, very, very conversational, open-minded, practical way and I am obsessed. Like, I'm just starting it and it's I'm just so excited about this book. I got my own journal because they recommend like having a journal to go with it. And so I'm just like, I'm really trying to take everything I can out of this book because it, I just, 
I feel like it's one of those life-changing books, you know? I'll keep you guys updated on, on it though. Something else I'm loving are breathing exercises because I don't know where I heard this. I'm pretty sure it was on the Skinny Confidential podcast where they had a specialist on this subject um and he said that most humans and adults don't breathe correctly like we none of us breathe correctly and it's crazy what a little oxygen does for our brains you know what i mean and for our overall mood and just clarity so i'm trying to do more breathing exercises in the morning when i'm sitting outside with my coffee and with my journals and whatever um and just take a few minutes to do it honestly and i really feel i feel it you know i feel the difference Shit's creek like where has this show been my whole life you know what happened is i thought this show was kind of like the office and i am just not an office hoe like i don't like shows where you can hear people laughing in the background it's not my groove so yes this means i don't like friends i do not think that shit is funny i hope we can move on from this and still be in each other's lives i totally respect if you love this show and it makes you happy honestly whatever makes you happy makes me happy so live your best life with joey and whoever else but not my thing so anywho more, more importantly shit's creek okay you guys i just had to give it a shot and once i did it is incredible i am running through it i started it probably a week ago and i think i'm on season five already i don't want to talk about it i already ordered season six on itunes because it is really not available on netflix yet but you know i had to do what i had to do i'm obsessed with david i love him with every fiber of my being i also binged selling sunset this weekend and i don't want to spoil it for anyone so go watch it it's really entertaining reality ish you know kind of trash but like i love it so much all i have to say is why the hell is davina on this show i need answers she blows she adds absolutely no entertainment value to the show and i'm sorry that i'm sounding like the biggest hater but you know what that's that's what she does to me like that is what she is bringing out in me she she gave me bad vibes since day one and i cannot believe she is still on the show three seasons in so please can we just like knock her off? I can't do it. She is not the negativity that I need in my life right now, okay? Something you do need in your life though, I didn't even, I didn't write this down, but I just remembered. Down to Earth by Zac Efron on Netflix. You guys, oh my god, what a beautiful show. Like, what a beautiful show. I highly recommend it. I watched that one like two weekends ago and I think I binged it in like one or two days. It's incredible. He goes around the world to a ton of different beautiful places and basically he talks very in such... This is what I love about the show. So many shows that are trying to speak about sustainability and how we need to take better care of the earth. So many of them are, you know, the angle of them isn't as... uh, What's the word? Like... I don't know like it's I don't know I don't know I don't know what the right word is I just love the way he came about it because he comes about it from such a like he's not condescending they're not yelling at people for what we're doing wrong they're sort of speaking about the things that we can do right and how much happier we will be and I just love the angle of the show and it's so beautiful and it makes me just want to go everywhere and travel the world and it makes me realize how small we are and how big the world is and also Zac Efron is so fucking entertaining to look at because he is beautiful so highly recommend that one it's making me really happy to share with the people close to me when i'm struggling now, that sounds weird right but hear me out an old version of myself would suffer quietly and privately and then swallow it and pretend as if nothing was happening and let me tell you there is nothing cool about being that person like no one is giving you a badge of how tough you are you know and that's what i just like always thought you know like i just wanted to be this like tough bitch like no one cares let me tell you 
that led me nowhere it led me to hit a fucking wall and i still do it sometimes because it has been hard to like completely break down the walls you know what i mean but i'm actively trying to not let myself suffer alone i think the word suffer sounds heavy so i just mean like not let myself deal with things and uncomfortable feelings about myself and i've been having a few of those lately as my body has been adjusting to this medication you know i have felt like frustrated with myself because i'm just again so impatient and I get frustrated that I feel tired and then I feel unproductive and then God forbid I feel unproductive and so I feel anxious and it's just a cycle. So sharing how I feel and sharing my frustrations with certain people in my life has made me feel so much better, oddly enough. Not that they're solving my problems because there's not much I can do about it and it's that's also no one's job to do but they're just sitting in the problem with me I'm not in it alone and my therapist always tells me to do this I tell her I never want to share shit because I hate burdening people and she always tells me you have to remember you aren't sharing your struggles so that someone can solve them for you it's merely to not be in the problem by yourself and every time I've done it lately I feel so much better so I highly recommend venting and just sharing what you feel and if you need some ears my dms are always open decluttering has been bringing me so much joy more often than not i feel like my mood is a product of my environment and i have had so much clutter in my apartment for so long i just make it look nice you know like on the outside but then when you open the drawers and the cabinets like shit's falling out like that's been my life and so i'm working my way through my apartment and i just i feel like i always say this but a bitch is being ruthless right now okay like shit is going and i'm not thinking twice about it also don't worry everything goes to good hands like always make sure to donate as much as possible and i also save things for certain people or my mom if i think they'll enjoy it so that's also such a fun part of it is i love knowing that the things that i'm getting rid of are going to a home that will appreciate them more so yeah decluttering has been decluttering my space is simultaneously decluttering my mind and it has been feeling so good i still have a long way to go but we are working through it so that's pretty much it for this episode i feel like it's a little shorter but it's also just me so i don't want to bore you guys with like 50 fucking minutes of just me talking you know um i normally have like a lot of notes especially when i'm just talking by myself but today we kind of went off the rails so I hope you enjoy my rambles. I hope, as always, I just hope something in here makes you smile or makes you feel not alone. So, thank you so much for listening. I will see you guys next week with two guests that I'm so excited about. And be sure to check out the Instagram, just at Where's My Drink Podcast on Instagram, and follow along. So, that's it. I will see you guys next week. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.